end of Epic Show. End of 2015. <laughs> two months late. I was going to say, it's two months well late. the end of 2015. Well, well <laughs> as people that do listen to the show have noticed, <laughs> we went two months without an episode, yep. and now I'm doing all the backlog. Okay. So while this is a newly recorded episode as of February 6th, we didn't... Well, we haven't been able to record. We haven't been. And I... I could not let a year go and not do a year-end, a year-in-review episode. Yeah. They're some of my favorite to do. Unfortunately, it's a good year for movies, too. Oh, yeah. It has been a great year for movies, TV, and games. Every year is a good year for all those. Yes, for but, the most part. Well, I guess that's not true. But anyway. Normally, yeah. our year-end bash is a year-end bash with me, Chance, Andrew, yeah. David... You, when you're available, Gabe. <laughs> Ironically, I'm the only one here. That's... Yes, you are the only one here wow. for our year-end this is, this bash. Is but, as we do our top ten films, other people will be chiming yes. in. They're not recorded here with me. They are recording in separately. Uh, they're going to send me the files afterwards, so if there's some weird editing shit going on... That's not because I it, this thought This is a weird have, thing because we're not used to editing, right? It's yeah, yeah. Kind of a I'm, weird I, I'm trying something new. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm trying something here, which requires me to actually, you know, work on the podcast. Um, so, 2015. Let's see. I'm married now. Wow. I, it's the first time that that's been mentioned. <laughs> I am now a married man. Who would have thought that me, out of all of our friends, would be married? Actually, I guess it does make kind of perfect sense. <laughs> Besides Gilman. I figured Gilman and Carrie would have got married before yeah, me okay. and Marissa. That's, that's good. That's good. And, and you know, Chance have been married for two years now and didn't tell anybody. <laughs> that's a weird story. Uh, well, that's another, that's another episode. I think you I already mentioned it in one of the... Because like, uh, okay. I think I discovered it as we were recording an episode. <laughs> So, like, there's that. So, man, I can only imagine. Uh, her parents are actually staying at their apartment for this month. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that must be a culture shock. I wonder if he's smoking. I wonder if he's partaking on a nightly basis like he normally does. I would say not. He's like he goes somewhere else, you know. Maybe. Um, All right, so 2015. Let's see. Are you current on all the? Are you current on the Flash? Have you watched the Flash? Dude, no, not at all. Okay. Not in Have any you watched way Arrow? Well, are you current on Arrow? No, no. Okay. Yeah. So you can't talk about those. I can't. You talk have about homework those. to do. If we're well, I mean, I got my list, dude. Come on. I know. I'm take I'm, this one process at a time. I know. I'm just curious. Uh, I was no, gonna, no. I was, was gonna no. do the stuff that we don't have other lists for real fast. Oh, okay. Got you. Um. So oh, just as far as TV yeah, goes. Yeah. 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 Hmm? No. 2015, if you want to hear our reactions to season one of The Flash, or season three of Arrow, they're online. You can listen to past episodes. We all love the season finale. Season two has been great. If you're not watching it, please watch. Um, Arrow's been pretty good so far. Uh, let's. I guess that's all for television. Uh, <laughs> Gotham's gotten better. See, I gave up on Gotham. Except, say, well, now I'm now I'm to one season's on Netflix, so yeah, finish watching season one. Okay, all right. They kill off Fish Mooney in season one. Oh, now spoiler they're, alert! They're now That's bringing her spoiler. back. 
Oh, no. She was the worst no. fucking part of the show. And they're bringing back Fish Mooney. Wow. Fuck Fish Mooney. Yo. The show was so much better after she left, even though, you know, some people complain that Jim Gordon's no longer Jim Gordon. He's a far departure from the comic book version of Jim Gordon, <laughs> to be fair. Um... Yeah, there's yeah. games. We do. We can't talk games. Uh, I just say. Uh, speaking of Batman, was it 2014 or 2015? 15, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. I which recently we... got that way late, did, but I thought that was very good. Did you beat it and everything? No, I didn't beat it. You but I'm beat playing it? it currently. Oh, you're playing it currently. Yeah, right. I then I can't really talk no, about well, it because I don't want to spoil it. It's fine. I don't really. It's, um, no. You know what? If I had to, if I made a top ten game list of 2015, it would be at the top. And that's saying something. Yeah, you know what? Because it Metal Gear Solid Five came out last year as well. I'm playing that. Actually, it's when you bring that up because I'm playing that too currently. So I don't. What I didn't like about MGS Five was the episodic nature of the game. Each main mission you do has opening and ending fucking credits. It was made like a television yeah. show, which is what Hideo Kojima wanted. Yeah. But so far to the fact that it has repeats. Once you get close to beating the game, you have to re- repeat. Re- repeat oh, I heard about this. I heard about drives this. Drives me uh, fucking nuts. Yeah, a lot of people were complaining about that. Drives me nuts. I have yet to beat MGS5. Yeah. On the other hand, I've 100%ed Arkham Knight. So. Yeah. Granted, I haven't played that many games that have come out in the past year. Uh, said another game I found was interesting. It was uh, it's called uh, wow. I can't. Until I, dawn. I'm sorry. Oh, how was and that? It plays out. It's uh, it's kind of interesting. It plays out just like um, you know, it's just quick time events, mm-hmm. you know, and story driven. And it kind of plays sort of like Heavy Rain or you know, like okay. Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was um, it was a horror. It wasn't great. Right? Yeah, but it was a horror. Yeah, and it really did get you in like. It was one of those games where I was just like, normally I don't like I don't like spoilers, so I'm more of the well as far as video games go at least. So I'm more of the person that wants to play the game without reading like, oh no, what do I do to mm-hmm. keep this character you know alive or whatever or you know to beat this part. Well, in this game, it's more of so you have seven people and you know like one little mistake will kill off all these people, and if you kill everyone off, you're missing out on chunks of the story because okay. you know. That's what, what drove me kind of nuts about it, but it was still fun, like, because, you know, like, the story varies based on, like, your decisions, so it was kind of interesting, like, I'd be like, okay, I need to keep these people alive, like, what do I do to at least keep one of these people alive, or whatever, because yeah. I was making some bad decisions, I would not be good in a horror film, I decided, <laughs> and I always thought it'd be pretty good, but it turns out, no, so, um, I thought that was pretty good, um, I, short, kind of short, you know. I have been playing the latest in the yearly franchise of Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, I was. I'm playing that currently too. I'm playing. You playing three? You have three current games going on. <laughs> yeah, I like to just jump around. You know? Gotcha. Um, okay. No, but uh, I, I, I played the new. I thought Syndicate was pretty good, actually. Yeah, you know, I'm enjoying it. I haven't of, finished, but I am enjoying yeah. it. Um, it's different enough. I, I still feel like the best Assassin's Creed games were probably Brotherhood and Revelations, or even well, Black I mean, Flag. I agree with that. Oh, and even that. Black Flag. Yeah. Yeah, because they were enough. Black Flag actually brought something way new to the way table new to with the, the ships and that. Yeah, which okay, I haven't actually played Rogue. I, I own Rogue. I haven't, haven't played, it. played it. Yeah, um, but Unity and Syndicate, I f- still feel are a step backwards. Mm-hmm. They're very much contained. They don't feel as open as the other ones have. Yeah, 
Well, especially, hell, even three felt so open because of the woods, and it felt like you were actually yeah in the American, the you know the the New Americas. You yeah, know? I think the one saving grace about Syndicate would be the zip lines, though. I like, do like the zip lines, and I like the fact that you can switch between your two two characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so glad that Ubisoft is taking a year off from Assassin's Creed to work on another Assassin's Creed for 2018. They're taking... Well, 2017. It's like, how many Assassin's... Well, no, they're there's a lot of history. They're taking this year off. So they're going to make it... They have the movie coming out this year in December. I know, man. Wow. With Michael Fassbender. That's this year's release. I'm okay with that. I, I'm ready for the franchise. It needs to evolve. It needs to change. Then I think everybody could agree on that. Yeah. I feel like since Black Flag, it's taken a huge step backwards. Which is unfortunate, because the games still look gorgeous. But if that's all you're offering the player, is that they look gorgeous, what's the point? EA, it's the same EA. game. Well, it's Ubisoft. No, I'm saying... Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying you're EA. Oh, speaking of which, Star Wars Battlefront came out this year. Oh, I haven't, um, see, I haven't played it, but I've heard a lot of complaints. It's gorgeous, so. but there's not a lot to do. Yeah. I heard there's like only four maps. They've added some. They've okay. added Jakku. But it's basically Jakku, Hoth, Tatooine, and Endor. Wow. <laughs> but they are, they are, they just announced, sorry, again, we're in February. Um, they did announce uh, 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 the City in the Clouds. Uh, well, Bespin, sorry, I couldn't think of that. Yeah. Um, okay. Death Star. Oh, Death Star. And That's cool. They just added another map for Hoth. And I think they're doing. Uh, there's another new planet they're doing as well. Huh. Oh, and there's also that uh, that other planet. Shit, there's another planet that they already had too. I forget the the name of it. Um, but uh, well, which is sad because I really wish we would have asked that question during the Star Wars panel. <laughs> or not during the Star Wars panel, during the Star Wars Star podcast. Wars, yeah, because I'm sure one of them would have known. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall the games just kind of. It, it it's playable and it's fun. I still put it in from time to time. Well, I guess my question too is: Do you know on when they add these new planets? Do you have to pay money? To yes. Get, see. Yes. That's how because video games they, are turning into. It's well, like the oh, internet's yeah. ruining video because, games. Because I sound like a cranky old man, now, but because there's a valid argument to that, that they never release a complete game anymore. Which yeah. I have to give credit again to the three games we mentioned previously: Arkham Knight, Metal Gear, yeah. and Assassin's Creed. There's a complete game there. You don't yeah. have to get any of the DLC to enjoy that game. Yeah. 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 So, unfortunately, Battlefront's not that game. Yeah. There's nothing to it. The, you can you can complete the single player stuff in maybe a couple hours. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, hopefully down the road they add some single player content because there is none. And it's just multiplayer missions, which are fun for a while, but if there's nothing to grasp you, yep. what's the point of that game? Yep. Which, I played the first the first two Battlefronts so much, because there's so much content, there's so much to do. Yeah. The new Battlefront had, had shit. Yeah. Um, one game that I am playing that is surprisingly good is uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse. It's oh, basically okay. an RPG. You get to create your own character in the Dragon Ball universe. I've heard that game's pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Uh, it feels almost last gen. Actually, I would I would take that back. It almost feels like PS2, 
but it's still a solid enough game, and the graphics aren't that horrible. Yeah. It just seems like everybody's kind of stiff in the open world. Like, during the fights and everything, yeah, it's fluid, but when you're traveling the areas, it just almost robotic. Yeah. That's my only complaint. But besides that, I'm having a good time with it. Yeah. Any other games you played? That's about all I've played. I feel like there's something else I've... Uh, you have an Xbox. This year? Did you play Tomb Raider? Did you get Tomb Raider? I did not, actually. I'd like to play it, but no, I haven't got it. Um, I, I'm saying... I'm, I, I have a PS4, so I have to wait for Tomb Raider. Yeah. No, I, I haven't played that one yet. Obviously, I'm looking forward to Uncharted. Oh, yeah, thank we'll you. pretend like it's not... Two it's months? Coming a month? Not too a month. Long. It comes yeah. out in, in March. Yeah, it comes um, out in March. We have a month and some so time. Is that... Yeah, you know what? Well, I mean, I, I play games, but I, I said let's not get too much into games. Yeah. I, uh, we had I don't a lot know how many of the 2015 to. games I've played. Yeah, even, you know. So, but um, yeah. Oh, like, Lego Jurassic World was great. I, I love those Lego games. Yeah, Legos. Um, Mortal Kombat came out this past Mortal year. Mortal Kombat. Didn't it? I did have played. That was I 2015, Kombat, right? Obviously. That was in the spring. Yeah. yeah, Mortal Kombat. That's good. I mean, it was good. Again, it's one of those things where. Well, you know, I thought it was a pretty complete game. Yeah, it was. Part. It was a fighting was. game, so you yeah. kind of know what to expect. It had I mean, a good story. Of for course, the most there's part. a ton of DLC. Yeah, and then there's, there's a ton games, of DLC. But yeah, no, I thought it was good. I mean, I, it's I really not DLC mean. that's necessary to the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. Yes, of course, I'm playing as Jason Voorhees or the uh, a <laughs> Predator. Predator. I don't either one of those yet. They're both a lot of fun, and they just released like a Xenomorph and Leatherface too. Hmm. So that's kind of neat, but. You know what? The main thing of our two thousand our yearly wrap up shows are the movies. It's a movie podcast. Movie podcast. And Gilman's not here, so I can't talk comic books. <laughs> which would probably just been us bitching about Marvel being late on Secret War. Which is common. I think most of the time when we talk about comics, it's us bitching. So let's move over to the films and at well, like you want to start? Who's number ten? We'll start at number ten for both of us. For or both just, of us. Well, I, ironically, this is one that's the same. Yeah. For all three, me, you, and David Gilman, just because I have the list in front of me. David Gilman. No, not David, David Gilman. Gilman but me and you. Yeah, me and keep you. his up. Okay, keep, we'll keep, keep his, his up. up. We need to see it. Um, but anyway, yeah, me and you is ten, and I think we could pretty much cover this. I think the reason it's both of our ten. Well, we weren't recording when we. Well, talked no, about I know, that. but that, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to tell them now. Okay. Is I think we both kind of agreed this is more of a nostalgia thing. That I mean, it was a good movie. Don't get me it's wrong. It's a solid movie. But yeah, it was a solid movie, and I felt like whoever directed this, you uh, Colin. Uh, I'm spacing his last name. He's also going to be directing Star Wars Episode oh, wow. 9. I didn't know that. Anyway. Um, I, yeah. I'm spacing his last name. for I can't think of it for the life of me. Yes, but I think they had a tall order just because it's, you know, first of all, the idea of Jurassic Park. Oh, it is Jurassic World. Jurassic World. World. Jurassic number World. 10. And I think, you know, people listening that, you know, listening to this podcast... Um, you know, this this director, you know, being a Jurassic Park movie in general, that's already a tall order for people yes. to swallow. In the because first most people only like the first exactly. one. Exactly. And, you know, and just the fact that, it's, you know, even the first one was such a wild concept, you yeah. know. So, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a tough gig. And I think, you know, he, he, he approached it where, you know, it wasn't like maybe not the most believable thing, whatever, you know, it's a Jurassic Park movie. But it was still entertaining. Mm -hmm. You know, you got your dinosaur battles. You got, you know, genetically, you know, the, looking at it on paper, it sounds completely cheesy. Oh, but watching I, it, seeing I, it in theaters, it worked. I mean, when was, I heard that the movie was going to have genetically altered dinosaurs, yeah. I was like, 
this movie's gonna it's like a high budget sci-fi channel yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. And I still loved the shit out of it. Yeah. That movie is insanely watchable for the concept behind that movie. And, you know, I think part of that comes down to Chris Pratt. Yeah. I think Chris Pratt can deliver any anything. Well, I, I thought Bryce Dallas Howard, too. Oh, I thought, yeah, for yeah, sure. Good acting. I mean, and it was... Just yeah. a heads up, if you're one of those people that complain about her being in heels, she chose to run in heels. <laughs> that was all her decision. Yeah. So even though there's a, when they're in the, like the ambulance thing after she saved the kids from velociraptors, there are a pair of fucking work boots. Even if they're a bigger pair of work boots that don't fit her, I would have put them on. <laughs> just saying that they're just sitting there in like perfect view yeah. of the camera. It's almost like a close up on these pair of work boots. Like maybe Colin was like, she's gonna be wearing these work boots, and then Bryce was just like, fuck no, I'm wearing these heels. I've made this choice. I'm wearing these. But, uh, yeah, that movie is... In Jurassic Park, it has a special place in my heart. It's actually the movie that wanted, made me want to get into filmmaking. Um, when I was little, I remember watching a behind-the-scenes featurette about ILM and the process of making oh, yeah. the movie. Yeah. And I was blown away. Yeah. I mean, you imagine being, we were, what, four or five at the time when that came out, and just, as a little kid, I, I was just fascinated, and it set me on my path, and I think that, that has a lot to do with why Jurassic World made my top ten, and you know what, it's actually a lot of the reasons why uh, a movie later on our list is there as well, it, it was able to capture the spirit of the originals. Oh, way, oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, a lot of these movies, actually, it's, yeah. it's almost like the year of the reboot. But Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> yeah, really, though, it is, if you think about it. I mean, we got... Well, anyway, well, we'll get into it. So we got one, you know, kind of re... Not reboot, per se, but... Yeah, it was a continuation a and a reboot. Yeah, exactly. It, it had enough of the old, enough enough to bring the, the classic audience back. And you know what? You could watch Jurassic Park... Not watch Lost World or Jurassic Park three and go right yep. into Jurassic World. Yep. It, you know what? It's a, it's just as much as a direct sequel to Jurassic World as the Lost World is. It's yep. not a sequel to the other sequels. It's a sequel to Jurassic Park. All right, number nine. No, my number. Okay, I got my number nine. Number which nine. Our number nines are different. So are, I don't know where you want to start. Right, I'll go ahead and start. Okay. I had Inside Out, Disney Pixar. You know what? I'm surprised that two Disney Pixar movies aren't on my list this year because they had two, but I never bothered seeing The Good Dinosaur because evidently it was a piece of shit. I haven't seen That's what either. I heard from I personal reviews. I never saw it. That's what I've heard. Sorry if you guys can hear music in the background. <laughs> we're at a we're at a we're at a brewery. Ironically fitting for no. Yeah. yeah. Um and we're not doing beer corner. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Weird. I don't even remember what I'm drinking. Um Anyway, I had Inside Out. Um, did you see Inside Out? I did. Actually, Inside Out's on my list. All right, mine's where's way it out? higher than yours. Actually, mine's number three, believe it or not. Actually, as much talk as I... Cr- yeah, no, that's crap fine. much crap I talk about Disney. No, no, that's three, fine. Um, we'll, we'll jump around. We'll go yeah. off my list, and we'll move okay. around on my no, list. No, I mean, yeah, I thought it was a very good film. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just... Uh, you know, Pixar, they always seem to... You know, the one Pixar movie, not to get too much involved with movies that didn't come out this year, was... I wasn't a huge fan of Big Hero 6. That wasn't Pixar. 
That wasn't Pixar. No, it was just Disney. 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 Oh, yeah, okay, Disney right. animation. So it makes sense. Well, anyway, no, I just, I mean, I thought that, you know, it was one of those things like up, and, you know, I was almost crying at this kid movie, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Wow, I'm an adult. I'm a grown man. Why am I crying? But, That's why there were two Pixar films this year. They didn't have a release oh, last okay, year so because the Good Dinosaur, the good dinosaur yeah. was supposed to come out last year, and it got delayed. Oh, okay. It got pushed back. Got you. So they moved it up to this year. That's why Disney Pixar had two. And it's probably because they were like, this movie's not as good. Yeah. So let's let's just throw it in in November when nobody's going to the movies. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. You know what? I was crying at that movie. <laughs> I, I, I think I you know, and it really like it wasn't even really a sad movie either though. The no, more I look back not. on it, I was really I thought about it even after I was done watching. I was like, why was I like so depressed by that? Like yeah. in the well, end, it was a happy ending, and I, I could connect know. in a way. I used to play hockey. I had to give hockey up. I love hockey. It was a, yeah. you know I connected with that little girl on a level I didn't expect to go into that movie expecting to connect with her. Yeah, and you know I I look, it's teaching. Kids, to that okay, even though you don't have these and you might be sad, it doesn't make it a bad thing. Yeah, you can be sad that you no longer have these certain things, but you have to take take those. And okay, yeah, you're sad. There's sad memories now that you miss. Yeah, but it just makes part of who you are. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Um. What What else do you have to say about it? No, I just thought it was interesting too. Just the um, I don't know. I guess my one, my I guess my only complaint was too is it's like almost as bad as it sounds. It was just, I guess I said it's way high on my list, so I can't. So you had it at number three as well. Three, yeah. Who had another? David Gilman had it as number three as well. Yeah, I mean, too. You can't. I can just go like this. Yeah, like the, the memory thing. I just um. I feel like maybe it was a little long with her getting back, but I felt like that kind of added to it too because okay, with her get, being able to get back to the mind, you know, the, whatever it was called, the, you know, essentially the brain, you know, it was almost like I almost, I, I at first I think it was bad, but it's almost good because it was just like I, I almost felt for joy. I was like, get her back, click, yeah, yeah. Get going. you know, it's, it really kept uh, me in it, you, you know. know what, I, you know what I forgot to mention? You were what were you saying? Oh, no, we were still well, I mean, that was pretty much it, just like how, it, you know, it really, it, it really got me into the film, I guess, and, you know, especially being a kid's movie, you know, that's, you know, I say, I, I like a lot of the Pixar movies, but, you know, it's kind of just uncommon, you think, going into it, like, you know, yeah. oh, it's an animated kid's film, but, yeah, and that's, that's pretty much all I had to say about it, I thought it was good, though. Gotcha, and uh, since we're cutting in, let's go ahead and hear what uh, David Gilman had to say by Inside Out, Okay. followed by what... Gabe chose as his number nine film, even though he has no order. Um, we're just going to go in and throw in what he had to say about Dragon Ball Z Resurrection of F, which I, I actually really enjoyed. I don't know if you I watched. I mean, I hadn't seen it, but yeah. Um, because uh, they, this is now their thec- second theatrical released animated film in the States, okay. which they've both been wonderful, Battle of the Gods and Resurrection of F. So we'll listen to what they have to say and then come back with number eight. Yeah, what? Oh, oh, sorry. Hey, we're back, but uh, Ethel actually has to talk wow. about his number nine, 
What was your number nine? Well, again, it's on your list, so I don't know how we're right, going to make this episode work. But my number nine is actually Kingsman. You know, I Kingsman, thought, all right. I haven't read the comic, so, you know, I don't know how true it was to the comic in that. But just as a standalone movie, you know, I thought it was good. Especially, like, some of the kind of new... It's like where he's in the church and some of the, just the cinematography I thought was really cool in itself. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, you know, again, it's, it's kind of like Jurassic World. It's kind of like, you know, oh, it's like this cheesy, almost, you know, like British crime fighting team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But the movie really worked. I mean, they really made it work. Yeah. And um, that's, yeah, I mean, that's basically I had I, I had Kingsman a little bit higher. Yeah. I had it at number seven and David Gilman had it at number four. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, it was good. I yeah, I, there's nothing I don't like about that movie. I think it was the perfect combination of, like, James Bond. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, super, like, you had James Bond, which is accessible to everybody. And yeah. then you had the stuff that's, like, super British. Yeah. And then you had the stuff that is super cheesy. Yeah. And, you know, I think it all went together and made a great combination for the film. You had ultraviolet. You had... Uh, a wonderful villain in Sam Jackson yeah. who is just yeah. it's unlike any other role that I've seen Sam Jackson do here he is talking about eating McDonald's and he has this funny lisp and yeah. it's it's really it's it's entertaining man. yeah oh There's no it's non-stop action almost too it's oh, just like beautifully choreographed oh yeah it's, exactly yeah. Every, every bit of action in there is beautifully choreographed uh, you really enjoy watching these characters in this movie. There's nothing I don't like about Kingsman. And I'm pretty sure we probably talked about Kingsman longer in a, another episode. So please go listen to that episode. Um, because we probably spent almost an entire episode on it. I'm sure we did. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, that was uh, almost a year ago. That came out last Valentine's Day. Wow. Yeah, uh, it was uh, that... Or it was in theaters at the same time as uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. So, if that tells you the mindset of the box office... Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny. I had just proposed. You think she, oh, she would be in the mood for Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> no, we went and saw fucking Kingsman nice. and both enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. Alright, so let's go over to listen to both David Gilman... And Gabe's uh, reviews of Kingsman. All right. Um, also, uh, Chris Dan's might have things in here too, but I don't know what is. Chris Dan's always a mystery. So. I'm even. I don't even know if he's gonna send it to me in time. Yeah. So okay. well, anyway, I guess we'll just move on down the list then. Yeah. Um, up next, I had Spectre. Did you see Spectre? I did not see Spectre, so oh, it man. should be really good. I I, I missed it. Quite a few big movies this year, it sounds like. But I'm the only person to have Spectre on their list. Wow. Wow. Yeah, which is really sad. Uh, David Gilman did not care for Spectre, which I think he set the bar way too high. <laughs> or maybe Skyfall set the bar way too high. Um, well, I, I have heard everyone tells you it's not as good as Skyfall. It's, what I've it's heard, almost uncomparable to Skyfall. I haven't seen it, so, yeah. I, I'm an all-around James Bond fan. David Gilman does not like classic James Bond. No, classic James Bond is the best James Bond. Then you'll like Spectre. Really? I need to watch yes. this movie. Okay. Uh, uh, David Gilman has been a fan of Daniel Craig. 
And that's I, almost it. I feel, oh, because, well, I feel like the new James Bonds, though, they try to make him more of, like, a believable... Yes. But, and so I feel like with the Spectre, you know, the Spectre, like they, they make him more classic James Bond. That's what I like, but that's not the new James Bond at all. It's a so good mix. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, i have to watch well, it. Where where Skyfall left off and giving us Money Penny and uh, a new M Q or a M, Q yeah, M Q whatever yeah yeah you know what they set the stage perfectly for Daniel Craig to be a classic James Bond which they did so you get gadgets you get everything yeah, you get James gadgets Bond. you get Blofeld that's the point you, you you get the classic villain of, of Blofeld. You get everything that you want from a James Bond movie if you're a classic Bond fan. I'll have to watch it. Now I really want to watch it. Now, if you look at the movie by itself, if you compare Skyfall and Spectre, they're two different levels. You can't really compare them. Now, you can take Spectre and compare it to all of James Bond, or you can just look at it with the two movies. Well, I mean, I thought Skyfall was almost a perfect compliment, though. Oh, I, I love Skyfall. I think it was probably my top movie of last year. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Or not last year, of 2013. Yeah, okay. Or 12. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I forget what the movie I'm came out. I'm to see it. I, yeah, I mean... Uh, there's nothing I didn't like about that movie. Yeah. And some people th- say, oh, there's too many plot holes. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I just don't. Yeah. And uh, David's argument is it's not as artful as what Skyfall was. So? So? That's not why I'm... I'm not going to the movies to watch a piece of art. Yeah. I, sometimes... <laughs> well, maybe to some extent. Well, to some extent. But I'm going to the movies to be entertained. Yeah. And if a movie thoroughly entertained me, it's going to make this list. Yeah. All right. So, uh, well, let's hear what... My number let, eight or... Yeah, what was... Uh, yeah. My number eight was actually, I know you liked this movie. I don't know if you actually ended up putting it on your list or not. But mine was Straight Out of Compton. It came See, out not too long ago. It came out um, in August. It came out in August. Wow, it came out longer it came than out I in August. Was, especially considering recording this in February. But um, oh. I was super busy and didn't get around to seeing it, seeing it at the time. Um, I have since seen it, and it after the new year. I'm being very picky and not putting anything on the list oh, that I've really? seen in 2016 oh, wow. okay. that came out in 2015. Well, I've probably seen that at the end, though. Well, I guess it was well, right around the end of 2015. That's, that's fine. Um, yeah. but, and I saw it after I made this maybe, list. Maybe biased or whatever yeah. towards the newer movies. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, this list I made, I had to think about. Yeah. I didn't see Straight Outta Compton until after I made this list. Got you. Okay. So I'm not allowing myself to be, yeah, subjective. <laughs> so straight out of Compton, yeah, Compton. I mean, I, well, I mean, obviously you can join in on this. I, I will. Yeah. Movie, but no, I just thought you know, uh, it was kind of like a, the, the way they portrayed it. It was almost like a documentary, but at the same time, it was well, it's a biofilm. Biofilm, yeah, obviously. So it was just like yeah, heavily involved were Ice Cube and, and Dre. I just think like a lot of times though you see movies like this and they'll portray characters wrongly or whatever or you know they'll give them like the unfair I felt like you, you felt for all the members of NWA but at the same time it didn't well, like, make you okay, hate you, them. You cared whatever. about the main three members. They don't get really good oh, Ren that is good or uh, Ren or Yellow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess that's true. They're there. Anyway, they were involved in the They're just like them. everything else. It's like no everyone forgets about <laughs> Ren and Yellow. But anyway no um, no well okay that's fair enough so you, it makes you think about Dre and Cube and you know um, 
Easy. Easy. And well, I was sitting in like just the relationship, the dynamic with the manager and that. You know, yeah. I didn't know a lot about that stuff and not, you know. I mean, I, I was a fan of NWA, but it was just kind of interesting to see that. And I felt like the way they portrayed it, it wasn't like, you know, biased one way or the other. Yeah. You know, it kind of just gave a good light on the situation you know, to everyone and that. And, I did, you know, I, they didn't do things you loved, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, oh, I felt like it wasn't there were times they were horrible people. You know, yeah, exactly. And I don't know, yeah, just the way it was portrayed. Uh, there were a couple things, like... Uh, See, I, I was thinking, let me just... Sorry, I didn't... Oh, no, you're you fine. No, I was just saying, like, I almost thought, like, the way it was, like, it was going to be, like, you know, obviously, NWA, too, like, it was just going to be a slam piece to the police and, like, how they were persecuting that. But it really wasn't. It was just... Yeah, it it really was moment. just... Yeah. Well, I mean, which it, you know, obviously deserved, needed to have. Yeah. But but I feel like that wasn't the main objective of the movie. It no, was it wasn't. Just, it was yeah. to show the relationship. When they, when they did attack the police... Metaphorically speaking, yeah, it was to move the story forward. Exactly, like when they're pulled out. Well, when they're pulled out of the studio, yeah. or when they're on stage. Yeah. When they're pour, pulled out of the store, studio, it directly affected. Well, it's one of the main reasons they wrote Buck the Police. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it directly affected the arc. Yeah. So uh, that's one thing I really liked. It did show you how fucking horrible. Uh, Fucking what's his I just space his name. The dude that oh, just hit the dude with the car. Like the, the the Yeah, it really goes in like Shug Knight's a horrible fucking person. <laughs> like well, here's this movie coming out at the same time that he's like on trial. Yeah. And it just paints him in a horrible fucking light. I guess maybe that. No, I still don't even Shug Knight. You could have said a far worse things about Shug Knight. Like, then beating I'm the just, guy with his like, car? Like, I yeah, I don't know. For parking in a parking spot? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe I take back what I said. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie, though. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, I loved I just, the movie. I, 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 I thought I it was just... It told the story in an entertaining way. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, that's all the many what you wanted in that movie, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I Yeah, it, it made you feel for him, you know? Yeah. It, you know, it was funny at times, like, when we find out the origin of By Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. which ended up being in, like, Friday. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's these little things that I'm like, oh, okay, I, I now understand. I get that. I get why that's a thing. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just... I, I've always liked NWA, but I never really knew about NWA. I think that's the same as yeah. how I feel. Maybe if I was a huge NWA fan, I'd hate it, but... You know, I'm not saying well, I'm not a fan. I don't think but. you would, because, again, Ice yeah. Cube and, and Dre put so much of themselves into this movie Yeah, that... They were there the entire time making this movie. Yeah. That it's probably pretty close to what happened. Yeah. And, you know, I have to say, uh, Dre, or, uh, Ice Cube's son, spot fucking on. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, very well acted movie. Yeah. And he had an audition for that. They didn't just give it to him. He yeah. auditioned to play, to play his dad. Yeah. Which I, I did kind of laugh. There's a, a scene where Ice Cube is, well... You have Ice Cube's son playing Ice Cube with his son in the background. I'm just like, yeah. how weird is that? How weird is <laughs> that to be playing a dad like ice. someone else playing you? Yeah, Ice Cube's son. You got Ice Cube's son playing Ice Cube with his... I don't know. Yeah, yeah I just I thought know. it was kind of yeah. funny. I was just yeah, like, oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's ironic. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Straight Outta Compton, and it would have been on my list. But having watched it so recently... Because I didn't watch it till it came out on DVD in mid-January. Yeah. I had made my list before that. I thought of putting it on the list would be unfair. Yeah. So it very well could have changed my 
list a, a wee bit. David Gilman did not have it on his. So let's see. We're on number eight. Eight for, yeah, David. And, well, I don't know what Gabe's doing, but. <laughs> well, David Gilman had Tomorrowland at oh, number eight. Which I also have on my list way high up. Well, let's go ahead and talk about it. Go ahead and talk about it now. Go ahead and talk about it now. Where did you get tomorrow? This is actually, wow, believe it or not, this is number two on my list. I really like this movie, and a lot of people hated it, and I want to hear these reasons, and I hear people... I have to see it. I need to see it. And I don't understand this. I don't understand this at all. It, like, made no sense. I thought, man, just the way this was filmed, and I I remember, I didn't see this movie actually until a little later. It was, again, it was probably actually towards the end of the year, so I didn't see this in theaters, so I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. Um, but no, I mean, I thought this was really good. Just the way it was filmed and you got Clooney acting and it was just, it made you think it was, again, and I, this is coming from the Disney here. So it's funny that this Inside Out. Well, and Tomorrowland. You had Tomorrowland. That's what I'm saying. Inside Out and Tomorrowland. And Star Wars and Ant-Man. You had four list, Disney so movies is, on your top ten. Funny. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I don't know. I just really thought this was a good movie. I wish I could actually. I don't know. If, did you guys record for this ever? No, I wish well, I was on that briefly because I really like to talk to David about it. Um, I'm happy it's on his list, but uh, yeah, it's it's fairly lower, a lot lower than mine. But I I mean I don't know. Just it was. It was a way, tough year, man. Yeah. Well, like, he had Inside Out at three, which you had at three. Yeah, I, I had it lower on my so, list. No, I mean um, it was just the way it was. I feel like the way it was filmed. I thought it was a great, solid story. I really liked the ending. It made you think. I. I mean, I, th- I thought it was fairly well acted. Well, I mean, I thought it wasn't well acted. There's no fairly about it. Um, and since you didn't see it, I'm not going to say too much more. But, yeah, no, I thought it was great. Great movie. Like I said, number two on my list. So, All right. So we'll listen to what David Gilman has to say about his number uh, eight pick, which was Tomorrowland. Did I do one for Gabe yet? No. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. uh something let's, from Gabe. <laughs> let's hear what Gabe has to say about Mission Impossible. Wait, you have Mission Impossible? I have Mission Impossible. We'll mind. save it for that. Okay. We'll hear what Gabe has to say about Song of the Sea. Oh no. Okay. All right, we're back. Okay, no, actually it's funny because now we know we can go into Gabe's next because my number 7 is actually Mission Impossible. So, which Gilman also had on his list. He had it at number 10. Number 10. Okay, well, and you know. You know what? I was listening to uh, Kevin Smith. He had it on his top 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I thought it was good. Um, I, I enjoyed it at the time. I don't remember shit about that movie. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just didn't find it memorable. Please convince me otherwise. Well, I mean, I guess I, I somewhat understand that as bad as it sounds, just because it's like, I don't know, I feel like some of the Mission Impossible movies just kind of blur together, but yeah. I don't know, I feel like the down point for Mission Impossible is I really liked Mission Impossible 3, uh, Ghost Protocol was real good, so I yeah. mean, I think... So you go, so from, like, you go from J.J. Abrams J. J. to Brad Burns. Yeah. Brad Burns, a wonderful filmmaker, which, uh, hell, you and David both had Tomorrowland. Yeah, apparently I like... <laughs> And yeah. he also did The Incredibles. Brad Bird's so, and The Iron Giant. He's a wonderful director. Yeah. I feel like maybe like Mission Impossible 2 I wasn't a huge fan of. Nobody, I mean, obviously the nobody, original was the original. Nobody's a fan of Mission Impossible No, no offense, John Rue. You kind of messed that one up. Yeah. But I think from 3 on, I don't know. I, see, I guess one could argue they're all kind of the same. They all kind of blur together in that. But I mean, they're always solid films. You know, yeah. It's a classic spy movie. It just it, yeah. it really drags you into it. It really makes you think. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously I was a James Bond fan. It's too bad I didn't see Spectre, so... Yeah, yeah but I, I don't know, I just thought... Yeah, again, I, I don't have too much to say about it, really. It was just a really well, 
well-crafted spy movie if that's what you're looking for then it delivers so well let's uh let's go ahead and cut over to what david and gabe have to say about it like i said i saw it i don't remember (laughs) shit i do not feel confident talking about that movie yeah i i don't know why yeah it just didn't stick with me and maybe it was my mindset at the time i have no idea all right we're back what are what are we at six are we at six Yes, I believe so. Yes, we're six. At six. I had Ant Man. Ironically, we were gonna agree twice in one day. All right, I had Ant Man as number six as well. So, um, you know what? A lot, perfect. a lot of people complained. Oh, it's just a retelling of Iron Man, just with a different character. I thoroughly disagree with that. Okay. All right. Do you agree? With, do you disagree with that? Well, maybe to some extent, but I mean. I mean, maybe I, I feel like it's a redemption of the Yeah, movie. I just... Yeah. I mean, Iron Man is a good movie, though. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, it was just different in the fact that I think it was kind of weird, the dynamic you didn't get with Iron Man so much was because Howard Stark was long gone. I think mm-hmm. in this one, you had a dynamic... Obviously, you had the male-female dynamic kind of like Pepper and Iron Man, so I can understand that with... Uh, well, what, who's now? Well, I don't know. Should I spoil it for everyone? Yes. Okay, Wasp. If you didn't see it, I'm sorry. Spoiler yeah, She's now Wasp. Um, but, yeah, so you got that going. But I think something you didn't get Hank, with Iron Hank's Man. Hank's daughter. Yeah, Hank's daughter. Yeah, exactly. And I think something you didn't get Hope. with Iron Hope. Man, though. Hope. 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 Yeah, yeah. But you got the... Hope uh, Man 9. What is it? I guess the um, Hank, Hank Prim uh, Lane yeah. dynamic. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you, had, you, know, you had two great actors. You had Paul Rudd. Who I thought did amazingly well, wonderful, a yeah. lot better than you know. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I thought he was going to do well always, yeah. but I mean, he just you know he was great in it. And then you had a oh, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank here. Who played it? Douglas? Michael yeah, Douglas? Michael Douglas. Yes, exactly. You had that dynamic, yeah. which you didn't see that really in Iron Man. I mean, yeah. and then you had the villain, obviously, with kind of the Hank villain. Mm-hmm. And again, that kind of goes back to Iron Man. But I guess you got this whole new dynamic yeah. with Douglas and Yeah, because, people play because you have a villain that's using the hero's technology against him. Yeah, them. but I mean... I, I, I can see the comparison, I guess. But I don't know. You get a father, father-daughter relationship with... with uh, Hank and uh, Hank and Hope. Yeah, exactly. But you also get uh, father son not ish esque yeah. relationship. Yeah, almost, for sure. You know, or yeah, and not to mention that you have you have his relationship with his daughter and his ex wife. Mm-hmm. I guess you know, or yeah. you know, his baby mama, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, no, there's a lot. There's just a lot of story. Even talking about this, it's this. There is a lot of story in both movies, but I think this one even more so, and I think that's why it was such a great movie, because going into it, obviously everyone thinks, okay, The Avengers is going to be a big movie, but I thought this was, hands down, yeah. the best Marvel movie oh, sure. in a while, let alone this year. Well, maybe not, you know, I don't know, but this year. Let's just say this year, because that's what best we're, that's another, that's another episode. Best but. Marvel movie since The Winter Soldier. Okay, it's, okay, it was, was, which was okay, the movie oh, right before okay. The Avengers. Oh, yes, exactly. So, oh, well, and Guardians. Guardians. Oh, well, well. Well, that's another the best movie since it was a good. It was a good movie, nonetheless. So. It was better than Age of Ultron, which none of us had on our list. I almost did. Honorable mention. Ironically, again, a Disney hater. But anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> if someone would have told me, if someone would have told me a year ago that Age of Ultron wouldn't have been on my top ten list, I would have told them to get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> Yeah, and but. here it is now on anyone's, and it's not a horrible movie. It's no. not bad. No, it just disappointed. <laughs> um, let's see. We were talking about Ant Man. David Gilman didn't have it. Gabe had it. So let's hear what Gabe has to say about Ant Man. 
Alright, on number five, what do you have? Actually, I said I'm gonna hold off on my five because what we just recorded, A, we just recorded a whole podcast okay. about it. So you and I'm sure those. someone else will have it on their list. Yeah. So we'll talk well, about your five. Hold on, no, um, let's go ahead and talk about your but five. But my five is obviously, well, I mean, obviously just in the fact that everyone's gonna have it on their list. I'm, I'm surprised it's so low. I'm actually surprised um, it's so low. Well, you know, it's kind of like almost, I, again, I kind of got the tail end of that last podcast, but I almost feel like it is sort of like, just with the new Death Star round two, it almost kind of in a sense as bad as it sounds. I still love the movie. It's uh, number five. It's good. Yeah, it it's up opinions. there. It's it's it, it almost <laughs> is just like okay, this is a new hope again, just grander. But again, I mean, I didn't hate it, and I realize that there's going to be a lot more character development to come in these next mm-hmm. movies. But I, I, it, it, it wasn't a sense. I know Gabe has. Made, I don't even know if it made his list because he's, 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 okay, he's addressed these same situations with me mm-hmm. about this movie. I just feel like it is almost in, to some extent just like, here, look at it. It's Star Wars. Love it. You know what I mean? And there's not well, a lot more meat on it. But, I mean, I still like it, like I said. Yeah, I love Star Wars. I, I, and that's it's number five. It's, I love Star it's Wars. It delivered everything I wanted to. It's my number two film of all wow. time. Game? Of all time? No, no, not oh, all time. Oh. Of 2015. Oh, my bad. Okay. <laughs> like, what? No, because I would, if I had it at number two on my list, that means Creed was my favorite uh, movie of all time. No. But um, no, uh, I had it on my list. David had it on his list, and Gabe had it well, on his it. list. Well, it's number five. I didn't say I didn't hear um, it. I, I had it at number two. Gilman had it as his favorite. Gabe wow. just gave me. Gilman had it as his favorite. Gil, Gilman had it as his number one film of the year. Wow. Gabe didn't give me an order, so I'm just pulling Gabe's out. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it delivered everything I could possibly want from Star Wars. And and for that alone, I I loved it. I really did. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it was the, the atmosphere, because I feel like that has a lot to do with how, you enjoy, how much you enjoy a movie. Yeah. And... Well, for us, it was my bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. It was a awesome That's how cool night. It was a great night. It was a good movie, guys. Um, anyways, I'm just for the sake of time, and because we just recorded a whole episode about Star Wars, I'm going to stop and let you listen to what David and Gabe had to say about Star Wars, and possibly Chris. All right, what are, what are we at? We're at number four now. Oh, I didn't talk about my number five. Oh, we, yeah, I didn't talk wow, about it. Yeah, you yeah. mentioned it. I mentioned it, it and wow, didn't talk okay. about it. Go ahead. Um, I had The Martian as my See, number five. I, this is one of another big movie that I missed. Yeah, so, you, um, you really need this to is see The Martian. David, you, I'll cover my ears. You can no, say whatever no. you want about it. But, um, yeah. You know what? It had a wonderful cast. Matt Damon, you, Michael Pena was in it from oh, Ant-Man, wow. oh, which know. we didn't yeah. talk about yeah. him and Ant-Man. Yeah, he was yeah exactly. He it's was such a fucking man. hilarious. It's such a good movie. The more, anyway, yeah. yeah. But, Michael Pena was fucking hilarious yeah, he in was. Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, the Martian's actually full of a ton of Marvel actors. Uh, you had uh, Sebastian Stan in it, Bucky. He's in The Martian. Uh, wow. Chiwetel Ejiofor, which is playing the villain in Doctor Strange. Oh, uh, okay. You had... Uh, uh, the new Sue Storm from the Fantastic Four, which I haven't even seen. Did you see Fantastic Four? I seen like half of it. Oh, okay. No, that. Well, I didn't actually have a conversation. I didn't hate it, but that's yeah, another it's conversation. Not on our list, so yeah. Um, but you know, I, I just The Martian is constantly a fun movie. Like every actor in it is at the top of their fucking game. So much that Sean Bean's in it. Making a Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> now, 
Wow. They, they mentioned Does the, he die? No. no. Oh, what? No. He doesn't die? They, they mentioned the, the, the Council of Elrond, and wow. he's like, I know what that is. And just like, he was there. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder Sean Bean knows what that is. Um, it, it just, it, it never takes itself too seriously. It's never afraid to crack a joke at the most dire situation. Yeah, it's a wonderful movie, and I don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen it. I will have to definitely see it. I mean, oh, it's it's great. It's such a fun movie. Yeah, it, you know, it really. I could see The Martian igniting a second desire for space exploration. Now, whether or not that will happen, I doubt it. But you know what? I could see that happening. My only complaint is I never felt like the stakes were that high. When they really were, I mean, well, at least for Matt Damon. I, would assume. I haven't seen it. Obviously. I never felt the stakes were that high. I never really felt on the edge of my seat, like, are they going to save this guy? I always knew they were going to save this guy. Yeah. Gotcha. I was like, if they risk all this, it's not worth the person. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, yeah. Why would they put other people at risk? To save To save one guy if they weren't all going to make it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, spoilers, they Spoiler. save Matt Damon. Oh, man. Um, but the journey on how they get there completely makes up for it. Okay. Um, all right. Gilman had... Gilman did not have the Martian. I thought he did. He does not have the Martian. Uh, Gabe has the Martian. So let's hear what Gabe has to say about the Martian. And in order to keep things moving... Let's hear what Gilman has to say about Cinderella, which was his number nine movie. Oh. I accidentally skipped it because he had something else to talk gotcha. about at the time. So, so basically playing that now, and that, yeah. that's number nine. So gotcha. David Gilman had Cinderella on his list, which he's the only person to have that on his well, list. Well, I mean, I haven't seen that, so I can't. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah, neither have I. All right. So where does that... Oh, hold on. We're going to hit stop to play that interview. All right, so where are we at? We're at four. We are at number four, and my number four is apparently your number one. Oh, okay. So I have. Three. You've already said your number one too, haven't you? No, no actually, okay. my number one. I had said my number two and three, so okay. we're gonna save some time. But okay. I have not said my number one yet, what's your which I think one? your number. It's on your list. Okay, what's my your number, number one? Three? Is actually, no, my, hold on. My number four is Creed. Creed, which is your number one. It's my three. number one. It is Gilman's number seven. Okay. Um, and Gabe doesn't have it. Well, I guess you, you want to talk about that now? Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can talk about it. It's my number one film of the year. You know what? As another film that resurrected a dead franchise, along with Star Wars, Wars and Jurassic Star Park. Wars and Jurassic Park. Yeah, I think Creed did it the best without necessarily doing fan service, which the others two, the other two do. Yeah, it kind of came out of the blue, too. You know what I mean? You don't have to watch any other Rocky movie to care for Rocky in this film. You don't have to to see a Rocky movie to care about Adonis. You you don't even have have to know who Apollo Creed was and be able to watch Rocky. Yeah. Um, I actually made a really long video. You mean to watch Creed? Yeah, to watch Creed. Yeah. Yeah. which you know, I feel bad for calling it Rocky because it's it's not it's not a Rocky movie. It is it is so much as the fact that it isn't. You know, it 
it's able to be a completely new movie that just happens to continue on this legacy. And, uh, sorry if the music's getting too loud. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry the guys, if this is too loud, I apologize. Um, there, there's something to say about the time and place that you see a film and what that movie can do to you. I was in tears by the end of Creed. I cried my ass off at the end of that movie. I totally, yeah, I totally agree. And, I you know, it was. Uh, I had a day off work. I wanted to go to the movies. I went by myself, treated myself to lunch and a movie and some comic books. I was having a great fucking day. Mm-hmm. Went into that movie not knowing what to expect. I, I walked out of that movie completely moved by the fact that it got me to to like a franchise that I you know I liked the first, I liked Rocky for what it was but I, I couldn't recall the last time I had ever sat through a Rocky film yeah and it got me to care about a franchise that I had no interest in if they were on I might watch them for a minute and change the channel I now love the Rocky franchise I've gone back and watched all six previous movies since seeing Creed yeah and you know, it really made me. I, you know, I, I walked out of Creed. I called my dad. I called my dad and was like, "I just watched Creed. <laughs> I would really like to go see it again with you." Because it does such a great job. Again, a lot of what we talked about is, is family. Yeah, and it does a great job showing a family dynamic between Adonis and Rocky. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Adonis yeah. didn't have a dad. He never grew up with. And he, he found Almost ashamed, and then he's like, you should never be ashamed, you know? Oh, yeah. He was completely trying to avoid even being called a creed. Even accepting that he was Apollo's son, he found an adopted dad in, in, in Rocky. Yeah. And, you know, both Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone deserve all the credit. If any other actors were in this movie, I don't think it could have been what it was. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I think, you know, with any of the Rocky movies, it's always, you know, it's the Sly's baby. He's never going to mess it up. He had nothing to do with this movie. He didn't do this? No, oh, really? He, he didn't write this one? He did not oh, write this one. He did not direct well, this but, one. Well, but, I mean, he, well, he acted well. I mean, which yeah. is still in itself something great. You know, and I always feel like, to like the Rocky movies, you always go into it like, I was, oh, a boxing movie. You know? Well, with the exception maybe, like, the last couple. But, I mean, I feel like this brings back the original... You know, well, the first, you know, first three, first yeah. four, Rocky mentality, where it's just like, yeah, it's just like you said, you know, it's like a, you said, the family dynamic, story. underdog story, yeah, and it just has, you know, really good, mm-hmm. you know, really good entertaining story that you would never expect, you know, going to see a boxer movie, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it could sure. be just something, you know, dumb, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I get it, yeah, that was great. You know, maybe not dumb, but, you know, just it, there were, not there making were moments, our top ten list. You know? There were moments where I wanted to clap. In the movie, yeah, uh, like one, like one of the training montages when he's running and there's a bunch of bikes behind him, yeah. and, you know, doing willies and everything. I, I felt empowered in that scene. Yeah, and, you know, one thing I really liked about the movie that I think doesn't get as much credit. It's a wonderful movie that focuses on a, a, a young black male. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what color he, yeah. he is. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. They don't play the race card at ever. Yeah. Not once in this movie. Yeah. And how often do you see that? 
Yeah. I mean, NWA races all over that movie. <laughs> yeah. Creed, yeah, you have a black male in, uh, protagonist. It doesn't matter. It does not matter because it's such a story about, you know, living up to your name. Yeah. What, oh, yeah. What, what male, what son doesn't want to live up to his name? Yeah. It doesn't matter who your father was. It, you're, you're living up to the name. And you know, everyone wants to make a name for themselves. He tried, he wanted to make a name for, him, for himself, but at the same time, he had to embrace his father's name. He had to live up to that and own his name. He had to well, own I feel like his family. It's not about owning up, it's just about, I feel like it was more, I think that was the whole point that Rocky was trying to get across was, hey, you know, it's not about living up to it, it's just don't be afraid of it. You know, yeah. say, I'm oh, free. Yeah. You yeah. come, you know. You know. Is it all right? Yeah, we're doing great. Okay. No problem. Thank you. But, but yeah, it's like you come, you get knocked out after one round, but, yeah. you know, as long as you're willing to accept who you are, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's one, towards the end of that movie, during the main fight, they hold out the entire movie to use that classic score. Yeah. Yeah. Until the very end. Yeah. Adonis gets knocked to the floor. You yeah. think he's done. And then he starts getting flashes of his life. You start seeing, he starts seeing visions of his dad. Mm-hmm. He starts seeing Rocky. And then the music starts up. You start getting that classic. Okay. Oh, thank you. You guys want water? Coke, Diet Coke? Oh, I'll take that? a water. Water? Yeah, thank no you. Yeah. Uh, you start getting that classic Rocky theme. And, of course, they, they gave him the, the Apollo shorts, the, the red, white, and blue yeah, and black yeah, shorts yeah. and everything. But you start getting that classic theme, and it starts building and building until he eventually gets up, and it's in full, full effect. And it, I was in tears. I was crying my eyes out. <laughs> yeah. And not giving a shit about the Rocky series before. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this movie was able to accomplish. And that's why I put it as my number one. As much as I love Star Wars or any other movie on my list. No, it's, I, I think, too, it's just great how you said, like, really there was no press. It's just a good movie holds its own. You don't need yeah. to make action figures or, no, you know. You don't need anything yeah. to walk into that movie and love that movie. Yeah. You, you can hate any other Rocky film and go in there and thoroughly enjoy it. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. All right, let's hear what uh, let's hear what David Gilman had to say about Creed. He had it at his number seven, and let's go ahead and just pick one of Gabe's random movies <laughs> on his list because he didn't give me anywhere to put them. And he had Mr. Holmes. Oh, I, I actually saw it. That was, that was a good movie. I that was you. a good movie. But I, I love Sherlock. Honorable mention from me. And I like Ian McKellen, but I have yeah. not seen it. So I'm just assuming Gabe hasn't seen many movies this year. Oh. So I'm just—he's not here, so I can make fun of him. <laughs> actually, Gabe, we're sorry you're not here. We're sorry you had a death in the family. Yes, actually, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, sorry to hear that. So everyone, please keep yeah. Gabe in your thoughts. All right. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and hit stop. All right, we're back, and sorry if you're losing track of where we're, we're at. We're losing track of where we're at. So. Um, yeah, if we're losing track of where we're at... Well, we it's a good movie, you know, we're just saying good movies. Yeah, and so, uh, <laughs> my number four is Mad Max. 
And this is one I believe it or not, another great one I haven't seen. Everyone yeah. loves this movie apparently. But it's like a ninety eight on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so and well, I mean, it's on everyone else's top ten, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, yeah it, it definitely so is. So I guess the more of a story. The reason let me explain though I haven't seen this is I hear of Maybe okay, at least the first couple of original yeah, Mad, Maxes Mad Maxes were, were not really bad, good. and they were really good. So I was gonna, my in my mind, I said I'm gonna watch these, then I'm gonna after I watch them, go out and watch this new one. You don't and I to. haven't even gotten to watching them, and then I hear I don't even need to watch them, and I haven't watched a new one. But so that's why. Because okay, would you have, would you have looked at Creed? And then, like, okay, I have to watch the six Rocky. previous rounds. No, I mean, no, you made a good point, but so that's how this is. That's though. how this is. So this is again a reboot in a weird way. Yeah. So it's the year of the reboots. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. There's one, two, three Five. original movies on my list. Yeah, or three original movies. Yeah, three wow. originals. Yeah. Well, four Kingsman. Yeah. Four original movies out of ten. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mad Max it was. Balls to the wall, edge of your seat, fast paced fucking action. It, and it's well acted. It, you know, the other person is walking. Charlie Theron stole the show. She's wonderful in it. A very empowering female character. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is very basic. You go from point A to point B, back to point A. That's the story. <laughs> it's one long chase scene. From point A to B to A, um, it, it's super basic, but it's beautifully shot by George Miller, who gets deserves every ounce of credit because even his cast was like, "What the fuck are we making?" <laughs> and it yeah. turned out to be a wonderful piece of it's art. Oscar nines, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's got a ton of Oscar nominations, nice. which unfortunately don't even get me started on that. Creed should be nominated for multiple awards and it's and not. not. <laughs> Star Wars should be nominated for multiple awards and it's not. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't really want to talk about Mad Max too much because we have recorded on it and we're about to, well, we're about to hear two. We're others. about to hear two others and I haven't seen it and you haven't seen so, it. So right. in order to not spoil the movie too much <laughs> for you, even if I, I couldn't even spoil the movie if I wanted to. That's how basic of a story it is. Oh, okay. But they just make it work. Basically. They just make it work. Okay. On every level, they make that movie work. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and hear what David and Gabe have to say about Mad Max. All right. Uh, we are... Where are we? You're now We're approaching number three. Number maybe. three, which is your number one. What? Well, no, oh, oh, your number three yes. is my number one. Because that's so complete so we'll list. talk about that. There's and so I'm done. The list. Okay. I'll, I'll be done because we've already talked about So that's, wow, everything. all right, well, that works out perfectly. So, um, all right. The last one on our list, which is my number three and Ethel's number one, is Ex Machina. Yeah, wow. It was the year of sci-fi for me. I thought both this and Tomorrowland were Which just, had two of the same people from uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Both, both, of, both of the main that's, actors. Yep, yep. And, Ex Machina, we're in Star Wars. Yep. Well, I just cast these people if I make a movie. Yeah, right. Cast. Anyway, no, I just, yeah, I mean, wow, like, where to start? It's just, again, it's a movie that you're going to it you, on paper. It's just like, this sounds like the dumbest well, thing when, or when whatever. When I saw the trailers, like, I was like, like, all right, it's a sex robot that kills people? Yeah, exactly. No, I was thinking That's that, like, not I have no interest is. in the trailer because I didn't see this in theaters either. I, yeah, seen I, this, saw, I know, saw it on, I saw not, it on well, DVD. I think, again, it was 2014, yeah. but, or I mean 2015, but yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's just like it's rare that actually I watch movies at home and it actually 
piques my interest, especially mm-hmm. a movie like this. Where you're it feels so easily to, to like, get distracted. Yeah, exactly. But this movie, no, I was just like, wow, like what is gonna happen? And it's just so many, I guess, surprises almost. Oh, no, for sure. Or, obviously, there's a big surprise. I'm not gonna spoil it if anyone hasn't seen it. But yeah, but yeah, like no, wow, it was just you know, and then it talked a lot about you know this artificial intelligence or not, not even artificial intelligence, just like the way we. I guess treat people or you know even things or whatever you know it definitely got you to think um and it was a good sci-fi in the fact that it was like a sci-fi but it wasn't like a star wars type sci-fi where it's like this would never happen where granted i don't know if i would say this movie is really logical but at the same time like i could see this happening you know and maybe yeah well maybe not this particular instance happening but like Robots well, or something you, like it happening in it sets you up. You're 40 going, years, 50 you're going years, to this you know. excluded uh, home in the mountains, out of touch of from anyone. Yeah, to go to this eccentric billionaire's house that he has. He it's almost have, a horror movie in a weird sense. It, it, it is to an extent. It's almost <laughs> yeah. A it really is. Horror horror actually, no, the more I think about it, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and it also presents you a bunch of moral dilemmas. Um, what is... When do you consider AI to have a soul? That's primarily, yeah. like, the main focus of this movie. Yeah. Is when is that AI a person? And we see a couple that are clearly presented as real people. Well, uh, Poe Dameron's sex bot. <laughs> I yeah. don't remember his name. I'm just calling him Poe. I, actually, I forgot his name, too, but yeah. Uh, Poe has a sex bot. Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Let's just call him Oscar Isaac <laughs> okay. because that's the actor. We don't want to give a bad impression to Poe Dameron <laughs> because you have him who's charming. Yeah. And then you have his role in Ex Machina. Very well acted though in general. It's all yeah. around. I mean, him and you know, every, well, everyone in the movie, even the the robot who is yeah. obviously a real person. Yes. yes. But yeah. Well, I mean, anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. um it, it just it was one of those movies I was able to. Get my attention. Yeah. Again, I watch it at home. I'm very easily distracted at home, whether it's my cell phone or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm easily distracted. I mean, it's easy for me to just oh, what's fucking on Facebook? You know, it's so easy to do that at home. I didn't do that once during this movie. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. And I, it's been a, a minute since I've seen it, so I can't get too into detail, but. Go see this movie. It, it's oh yeah, definitely. I, I kind of wish I would have like rewatched a couple of these before coming in to talk, but they are such. Every movie on this list is well done, but there's something about this movie that just captures you. No, yeah, it, it's such a human piece. You know, that's I think that's what it's human piece, but it isn't human piece. And I think it goes beyond. Like I guess really like the relationship with the AI, AI is kind of like almost a secondary trend in the movie. It's more about like it just makes you think. I guess yeah. I don't know what it is. But yeah, who do you trust more, the artificial intelligence or the person that's having you question the artificial? Yeah, intelligence? exactly, exactly. Uh, it's like is Oscar Isaac a bad guy? Do you look at him I as mean, a bad guy? I don't know. Movie? Do I? I kind of, but I kind of don't. Exactly. I mean. <laughs> There's so many shades of gray. Yeah. In this movie. Fifty shades. No. That was not. Like, that's not on our list. <laughs> no. no. There's yeah. so many gray areas in this movie that really make you think. I said that's a, that's a, the other thing that yeah it definitely makes you think, and I think it's it's definitely at least plausible. I yeah. said obviously it's probably not going to happen anytime soon, but. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Gilman had it as number six on his list. So this is probably the highest if you just go for all around list, I think. Yeah. Well, maybe Star uh, Wars. Star Wars aside. Gabe didn't have it on his. Wow. I'm kind of trying to figure out what Gabe had that we haven't talked about yet. That he hasn't talked about yet, I should yeah. say. Yeah. But uh, Gabe, or David had Ex Machina on his list. So let's hear what he had to say about Ex Machina. And then, we're done... I don't think Gabe has any more. Well, to let's talk just tell about. our list. Well, because we don't even know your order, so just finish your list. I guess I'll finish my list, just so they know the order. Well, we have finished mine. No, well, but I'm saying like give them the actual number. Oh, okay, what? Okay. Not where? Um, and David still hasn't had a chance to talk about his number two film. Oh. So we're gonna go from Ex Machina with David to his number two film, which was Sicario, which I haven't. seen. I had actually seen that, and this would probably be in my honorable mentions category. I thought um. See, I normally do an honorable mention. You know, this is this really was a good movie. Obviously, I'll let him talk about it because he apparently liked it more than I did. Um, I just didn't like the ending of this movie, so I kind of I wish David was here so I could talk right. about I it. I haven't it's seen it, ending. so don't tell so me. I, well, no, no, I won't spoil it for anybody. But I just I didn't like the ending. I thought the acting in that and then it got me drawn in. I just I did not like the ending. But anyway, all right, enough about that. It was all definitely right. a good movie though. So here's David Gilman talking about Ex Machina and Sicario. And if I think of anything else that Gabe hasn't seen, or Chris Dance, because he's also apparently going to send me stuff. And if you don't, if he doesn't, don't be surprised. Oh, finish your list up real quick. All right, I'm going to pause it. Oh. All right, as a recap of this episode, my top ten list goes Jurassic World, Inside Out, Spectre, Kingsman, Ant-Man, The Martian, Mad Max, Ex Machina, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, and Creed. Oh, alright, so you did see it. But anyway, okay, my, my list is Jurassic World at number 10, Kingsman at number 9, Straight Outta Compton at number 8, Mission Impossible at number 7, Ant-Man at number 6, Star Wars The Force Awakens number 7, Creed number 6, Inside Out number 5, Tomorrowland, or, wow, Inside Out. You messed up on your number, right? <laughs> wow, okay, so 5 was Star Wars, 4 was Creed, Inside Out was number 3, Tomorrowland was number 2, and Ex Machina at number 1, and then do you want to give him yeah, David Gilman's? Yeah, I'll go ahead and give David Gilman's. Number 10, Mission Impossible. Number 9, Cinderella. Number 8, Tomorrowland. Number 7 was Creed. 6, Ex Machina. Number 5, Mad Max. Four was Kingsman, three Inside Out, two Sicario, and number one was Star Wars. In Gabe's list, in no order, because apparently he can't take the time to put a fucking number on him, goes <laughs> Song of the Sea, Mad Max, Jurassic World, Ant-Man, The Martian, Kingsman, Mr. Holmes, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Dragon Ball Z, Resurrection of F, and Mission Impossible 5. And Gabe has an honorable mention of Back to the Future because everyone was asking about it and it's 2015. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> Alright, so we're at an hour and 11 minutes and I guess that's it. It's when we so, go watch the band. Yeah, no, because we have a party to get to. Oh, well, okay. So, fine, but. Uh, well, that was 2015, two months late. Hope you enjoyed. All right, I'm David West. It's a Sonic. And I'm hitting the space bar. Look at that, two episodes in one day. All right, later, guys.
Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep listening.